Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. We are going to do a live draft on Yahoo Best Ball today, um, drafting from the fifth position. I don't know what's going on. I seem to constantly be getting the fifth draft position when I do these best ball leagues. But we are also going to utilize what I call the positional dominant strategy, which is what I recommend for smaller leagues where there's 10 or fewer teams. So you definitely want to check it out. Here we go. Listen up. It's time for the Fantasy Maverick Podcast, starring a guy who's going to help you win that fantasy championship, Jimmy Maverick. Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast coming at you from Santa Fe, New Mexico. And we are going to be doing a live best ball draft, and we are going to be using what I call the positional dominant strategy. This is a strategy I like to use with teams that are um, 10 teams or fewer in your league, uh, because when in these kind of leagues, everybody is deep. Everyone's got great running backs and wide receivers. Everybody has a great bench. What's the difference maker? The difference maker is to go early on an elite tight end and an elite quarterback to have a week-to-week positional advantage in those two positions over any other team in the league. Now, we've got about one minute till this league starts up. Uh, you can see it's starting here, and we're going to use uh, my app, My Perfect Fantasy Draft. Uh, hold on here. Uh, to help us pick players, and uh, this just all of a sudden started up, so I am like uh, I am like rushing to get everything set. Uh, what is my draft position? Fifth again. I am getting fifth in every single one of these drafts that I'm doing. So we want to choose the Yahoo Best Ball. Uh, uh, list and the reason why we want to use that list is because it is um, uh, it is set. I usually rank my players according to a VORC score, which stands for Value, Outlook, Reliability, and Consistency. Um, but in best ball, consistency doesn't matter because your players. Um, if they don't do well, they go to your bench. If they do do well, they they automatically get rostered. So you don't need to worry about uh, about being able to trust a player, you just go with the highest, um, you know, you go with the player that scores well in the other three parts of the Vork score, and you go with that. So you could see that um, my app at my, my Perfect Fantasy Draft at FantasyFootballMaverick.com for the first round is recommending that we take, we could take Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs, or Zeke Elliott. I kind of like the idea of going with Zeke if he makes it to us. Zeke has been moving up the draft board because of that, uh, because of that damn HBO show, The Hard Knocks. <laughs> um, but he might make it to us. And look at that, he did. So we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna take Zeke with our first pick. And kind of our, what my goal is, is in the third round, I'm gonna take the tight end. And in the, um, uh, in the fifth round, I want to take our quarterback because we can still get a top three quarterback in the fifth round and a top three tight end in the third round. So we're going to spend our first two rounds. We will either go running back or wide receiver in the second round, depending on who's available. And if we look at uh, the draft board, what it, who it's recommending for the second round, Najee Harris would be a great choice, right? Najee Harris, DK Metcalf, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I really like those players. Um, what you're looking at here is this is the list of all the players between our second round pick and our third round pick, but instead of being sorted by their draft position, it's sorted by their VORC score. So it's these columns right here, the value, outlook, reliability, and consistency. They get points depending on how those, um, depending on how those, uh, how they do in each of those categories. Those points are added up. That's the VORC score. It's sorted by the VORC score. You want to focus on players at the top of the list, uh, avoid players at the bottom of the list. And that's how you run your draft. And you just go from round to round as we're, as we're in here. So let's uh, see what's going on. So first round, all running backs except for Tyreek Hill. 
Travis Kelsey does come off here at the beginning of the second round. And um, uh, there's Saquon Barkley. So I was talking about this in another draft, how Saquon is now like a, a borderline one-two pick in most drafts. And I got to say, man, if I'm picking late, I'm going to target Saquon Barkley, um, especially with my second pick. Holy cow, that's a great value pick. Um, certainly the ceiling is high. I call him the highest risk-reward player of this fantasy season. If he can put it together, he's uh, just based on the volume, he's going to be fine. If he can stay healthy, um, there's a lot of red flags, but you, you got to take what you can take. So let's let's go look at the players, see who's available. Najee Harris, still on the board. Hopkins, still on the board. Um, uh, there's Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown. You know what? I'm going to go running back, running back. I don't think I can pass on Najee Harris here. I think that's, uh, that's a rock-solid part. And then in the third round, we want to take our tight ends. So if we look at the tight ends, Waller's a long shot, but Kittle should make it to us, no problem. So we will just go to, um, we will go back to the board here. So you can see we've got some more uh, wide receivers coming off. Adams, Diggs, Ridley before us. Then we took Na Najee Harris, Austin Eckler came off, and now it's Hopkins and Justin Jefferson. Uh, to close out the second round, let's see who they take. Patrick Mahomes, okay, going uh, early, really early on a quarterback. I don't know if I can agree with that. Um, but uh, what, if we look at the third round, you know, we've got players like CeeDee Lamb, J.K. Dobbins, Chris Carson. I mean, we could triple up on the running backs. You know, J.K. Dobbins, um, that would be kind of an exciting play. But I want to get myself an elite tight end. That's the most important thing. And we might be able to get Waller here. Now, I know Waller has not been practicing, but it does not appear that he has an injury. He's not practicing because of an injury, although that's what they're saying. This appears to be more of a contract issue. And so I think he's holding out for more money. Okay, look at that. Look, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire made it to the third round. That's a, that's a great choice too. But we definitely need to take our tight end. And you know what? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Kittle here. Um, so I like them both. I think they're both really good. Um, you know, uh, I I think Kittle. Maybe doesn't have the same upside as someone like Waller does because I don't think he's going to get quite as much volume. But again, they're both really good. I think you know, I'd have, I'm happy with either. Um, they're they're both difference makers and the probably the top uh, receiving target on their respective teams. Uh, you know, uh, it's not going to be Ayuk. It's not going to be Debo Samuel. It's going to be George Kittle. That's going to be the number one target on that team. So um, we'll just go with that. And look at that. Uh, Waller and J.K. Dobbins came off right after us. Um, so uh, what we're going to do here in the fourth round, we definitely need to get ourselves a wide receiver. So uh, for wide receivers, oh, let me just change this here. Wide receiver, Lewis, we got D.J. Moore, Josh Jacobs, Daryl Henderson. So we got running backs here. But if we just filter for just the, the wide receivers, Lamb, Evans, and Robert Woods are all um, long shots, but we got uh, DJ Moore, Chris Godwin would be very good. Um, Julio Jones and Amari Cooper do not rank real well. You know, Amari's still dealing with that injury. Um, I kind of like the idea of going with Chris Godwin over someone like DJ Moore, just because um, I think, you know, obviously the quarterback situation uh, a little bit better in Tampa Bay than it is in, uh, you know, with, with Sam Darnold in Carolina. So, so let's see what's going on here. So uh, we had Swift, and then we had Terry McLaurin. C.D. Lamb came off at the end of the third round. David Montgomery, Allen Robinson in the beginning of the fourth. Travis Etienne, Josh Allen, uh, so the second 
quarterback has come off. So I think we're going to be in prime position to get ourselves a really good quarterback for the fifth round. Okay, Keenan Allen came off. Let's take a look and see what uh, what wide receivers are available. Godwin's right at the top of the list. I think uh, let's let's go ahead and let's take Godwin. Uh, although DJ Moore is a perfectly good choice, but um, I do like Godwin a lot for the fourth round. And then when we look to the uh, to the fifth round, let's just look at the quarterbacks: uh, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray. Those you know, Jackson and Murray right now the ones I would target. Prescott having issues with the shoulder and also he's got that reconstructed ankle just makes me very nervous right and and why take a chance on that uh, when someone like Kyler Murray is perfectly healthy and is going to rush the ball a whole lot more um, than someone like Dak Prescott is so after we took Chris Godwin it was Cooper Cup and Robert Woods came off and right in a row there that's actually really good um, uh, I mean as far as getting Robert Woods this late that's that's excellent um Amari Cooper finally comes off at the end of the fourth round. Again, Amari Cooper, solid choice. And there's Lamar Jackson. Okay, so we're a little bit risky here. I am hoping that Kyler Murray does make it back to us uh, for the fifth round, to, for our fifth round pick. So Chris Carson comes off at the beginning of the fifth round. And um, let's see what else uh, is happening here. So it's only three picks to us. Uh, but in the fifth round, it's also recommending, see, it's recommending Kyler Murray as the number one choice. Whoop. Okay. Kyler Murray did make it. So let's go ahead. We will take Murray. And so that is the positional dominant strategy. So right now, every week, we've got a top three option in our tight end position and our quarterback position. And so that's going to help us uh, when it comes to uh, against all the other teams, because there's really only going to be two other teams that have better options. Patrick Mahomes, obviously team one is going to have an advantage with Patrick Mahomes. Oh, look, he took Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. That was a waste. That was a colossal, colossal waste. I cannot believe he did that. Um, it's best ball. There's only one quarterback slot. What is he thinking? Um, I think we do need to go back to the uh, wide receiver position on this next round. So if we look at the sixth round, who could we get? Um, if we look at all the players... Uh, it's recommending Mark Andrews, tight end, Lamar Jackson, quarterback who's already gone. T. Higgins. I do very much like T. Higgins. I think he would be a great choice as our uh, wide receiver, too. Um, if we look at who else? Brandon Ayuk, Jamar Chase, Kenny Galladay. Really, of all those players, I do like T. Higgins the best. Um, for running backs, who would be there? Uh, Edmonds and Javante Williams are both long shots. Raheem Moster, Damian Harris. I don't really. I'm not. I do not like those guys at all. Look at those terrible Vork scores right there. I don't like them. Um, so uh, I think definitely wide receiver is the way to go. Um, and really the wide receiver position so so deep. I mean it is just amazing how many excellent um, wide receivers are available going into the eighth round. I mean we're talking top fifty, top sixty value players going into the eighth round. So uh, let's see here. Um, so if we go to wide receivers, T. Higgins right at the top of the list. That's perfect. Let's go ahead and take him. <laughs> Talking up T. Higgins, and there he is. Okay, so let's go to the next round. So the next round, um, if we look at running backs, we got players like uh, Ronald Jones, who would be, I think, a great choice for best ball. 
Michael Carter, uh, Trey Sermon. We got some guys not super, not as super thrilled with uh, most of the running backs. But again, wide receivers, great choices. Look at this: Chase Claypool, Robbie Anderson. Both these guys should make it to us. Look at that. Look at that value rank: fifty-second overall for Claypool, fiftieth overall for Robbie Anderson in the seventh round. That's that's beautiful. Um, we also could take like a Cortland Sutton. Kenny Galladay uh, is a long shot. Odell Beckham, eh, don't really, I'm, I'm, I'm not really thrilled with any of those choices, but Claypool or Anderson would be great, um, and we can see, uh, you know, we can just wait and see who is available in the running backs and see if there's anyone worth picking up there, um, but since our pick, we had Jamar Chase, Miles Sanders, Dak Prescott comes off at the end of the sixth, Kyle Pitts close at, closes out the sixth round, and to start the seventh round, we got Odell Beckham coming off. So um, uh, this is looking pretty good. I like this team so far, and um, I'm sure Yahoo will hate it, but I don't care what Yahoo thinks because they, they're terrible. <laughs> they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Um, okay, so look, Mike Davis, Russell Williams, Javante Williams came off. So let's look. And look, Robbie Anderson made it back to us. Uh, Robbie Anderson and Chase Claypool both there. So uh, I really like Robbie Anderson. Let's go ahead and take Robbie. Uh, as our third wide receiver. And um, uh, you know what? I didn't even look at the running backs. I should have really looked at the running backs. Look, oh, look Kareem Hunt, uh, Damian Harris, I hate. Chase Edmonds. Let's let's look and see what we want to do maybe for the eighth round. Let's go back to running back. Um, Ronald Jones, um, Trey Sermon, Melvin Gordon, those guys are long shots. But I do like Ronald Jones. And so where is he on the list right now? Oh, look, Melvin Gordon's still there, although we got to wait for our next round. Is Ronald Jones already gone? He might already be gone. Let's just see here. Yeah, Ronald Jones is already gone. Okay. Uh, but Chase Edmonds is still there. Boy, if he made it to us, that'd be great. James Robinson, I think, would be a decent choice. Um, uh, you know, maybe Melvin Gordon. All right. It looks like uh, Chase Edmonds just went off the board. That's not surprising. We're really late on Chase Edmonds. Um, but since we took our pick, it was Trey Sermon, Kareem Hunt, Aaron Rodgers, Chase Claypool, Tom Brady closed out the seventh round. Kenny Galladay started the eighth round. Chase Edmonds, James Robinson, Dallas Goddard, uh, Justin Herbert. So everybody's going crazy with their uh, quarterbacks right now. Um, oh boy, kind of less thrilled with uh, what we got here. Let's let's look at the wide receivers: Sutton, Juju. You know what? Uh, I'm going to take Juju. I'm going to take him because uh, we didn't take Chase. So, you know, we'll, we'll get ourselves a, a share of that. So we got we got four really good wide receivers. And really, if we wanted to just ride with that, we could. And maybe we should just go the rest of the way. We'll get running backs. We'll get ourselves a second quarterback and a second tight end, uh, of course. Um, but, um, you know, let, let's just look to see what's going on for the ninth round. So there's someone I really want to get. A.J. Dillon would be perfect for best ball. Uh, Fournette, Zach Moss, James Conner, these guys do not rank well at all, although Conner offers really good value. Um, well, actually, I guess it would be fair value is what he offers. But the upside of A.J. Dillon is very exciting. Um, I think he would be absolutely worth, uh, worth a pick on the next pick. Let's see, where is he? There's A.J. Dillon right there. Um, you know, uh, let's see here. What else do we have? We've got for wide receivers. 
Uh, we get someone like Brandon Cooks, Tyler Boyd, Devonta Smith. Uh, you know, Devonta Smith I don't really like, but but uh, Tyler Boyd and Brandon Cooks both very good. Very good for fantasy, good value. You know, we've already got a Cincinnati player. Um, we could we could stack it. We could try to get, uh, I don't even know if, uh, I mean, we don't really need to get a second quarterback right now. Um, but we could get Burrow. You know, we could, we could grab, we could grab, um, you know, Boyd and then Burrow on the flip and then try something else. But let's, uh, let's see what we got here. So for running backs, you can see we've got uh, Damien Harris, David Johnson, Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette. You know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to go with AJ Dillon here and um, let's go to the 10th round. Uh, and look, we get someone like LaVisca Chenault. Look at that. His value rank is 60th overall. Um, we've got uh, Mike Williams, also another great choice for best ball especially because his consistency is terrible. Mike Williams is, a, is perfect for best ball uh, systems. Uh, let's look at the running backs. We've got someone like Kenyon Drake, who I very much like. Uh, Jamal Williams, Gus Edwards. Um, okay, so we got some we got some good options here. So there's Kenyon Drake. Let's go and get uh, look. Tyler Boyd's still on the board. Um, uh, there's Lavisca. There's Mike Williams. Um, look, Chark is on the board. You know, Chark's been falling, man. Chark is Chark is falling because he's not playing. He's not playing with his new quarterback, and that is a huge problem. And I got to tell you, man, someone who looked really, really good yesterday in the preseason, Marvin Jones was getting peppered with targets uh, by Trevor Lawrence. And that was, you know, I'm, I'm usually not into drafting older wide receivers. I, I'm really not interested in that. Um, but... Uh, I would be interested in taking Marvin Jones if he falls to the right point in the draft. So since A.J. Dillon went, we had uh, Damian Harris, then Debo Samuel, Gus Edwards, Matthew Stafford, Zach Moss, and then James Conner opened up the beginning of the 10th round. D.J. Chark finally comes off here in the 10th round. Um, and and uh, so again, the other Jacksonville wide receivers are still available here in the 10th round. Both LaVisca and Marvin Jones are on the board uh, available to be picked up if we wanted to draft them. So that's very interesting. But I, I think we need to go with another running back here. Again, we, we really we're very strong at wide receiver. I, I mean, our four wide receivers are excellent. Um, great value across the board with all of them. Um, so I think, oh, shoot, look at that. Someone did take Kenyon Drake. Uh, that's stinks i got sniped who else is still on the board so we got david johnson melvin gordon leonard fournette you know what i think i'll take fournette just because i need some more and and he's got he's got a high ceiling uh and very inconsistent perfect perfect for best ball we got our consistent high volume guys right here we've got our inconsistent high ceiling guys right here i'm totally fine with that um, so let's, uh, let's move on. Let's go to the 11th round. Let's see what we got. So 11th round, uh, we could take someone like Jarvis Landry. There's Trevor Lawrence, Jamal Williams. Um, so, uh, we could keep going with the running backs, you know, which I think is maybe not necessarily a bad idea. Uh, Jarvis Landry, I think is a good choice. Very inconsistent. So, uh, you know, perfect. Um, Trevor Lawrence as our second quarterback would be really very good. I mean, I, I got no problem with that. Um, Jamal Williams is another guy who's going to be very inconsistent. 
Um, but with a high ceiling, and if anything happens to DeAndre uh, to uh, Swift, DeAndre Swift, uh, Jamal Williams would get a significant share of, of time. So um, you can see here a bunch of wide receivers are coming off. So Corey Davis, Michael Gallup, Mike Williams, Curtis Samuel, Jalen Hurts, Jarvis Landry came off. So we're not going to get Landry, but um, let's see here. So if we look at the wide receivers, look, Cooks is still on the board. Marvin Jones still there. I mean, we, we might want to take one more wide receiver. And this would be a good point to get him. LaVisca just came off. Uh, and Devonta Smith. You know what? I'm going to take, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Brandon Cooks. Very unexciting player there, but he's the wide receiver one on an NFL team. He's going to, on a team that's going to be behind and have to throw the ball a lot. He's perfect. Perfect for best ball. And at 11th round pick, no problem. So we really need to, um, so I think now we should think about getting our second tight end. You know, uh, there's still a lot of tight ends on the board. Let's see here. Let's go to tight ends again. So look, look, Noah Font is still on the board. Gasicki, Irv Smith, there's Troutman, Hunter Henry, Johnny Swift is another guy who I, I very much like with the high upside touchdown potential. Um and, and he's been practicing with uh, both Cam and Mac uh, in New England, whereas Hunter Henry has not. Uh, you know, look at it. Look at how great the list is. Wow. Let's look at uh, quarterbacks. Matt, see, there's Trevor Lawrence. There's Ryan Fitzpatrick. There's Trey Lance. We could grab a high upside guy like Lance, um, although I'd be more inclined to want to get maybe someone like Lawrence um, just because. But uh, – I like how this I like how this team is coming together. So let let's just uh, well let's just look at the draft results right now. See what's going on. So since Brandon Cooks, we had Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins, Devontae Parker, Darnell Mooney, and Baker Mayfield came off. Then Jalen Waddle and Michael Thomas. That's actually really good. Michael Thomas in the twelfth. That's very good. Although he's not going to play until the second half of the season. So you know um, his value is limited until that point. Uh, Tua just came off. So, yeah, I think we definitely need to take our quarterback, and I do not think these guys are going to take a third quarterback. I think that would be absolutely stupid. Look, this guy took another quarterback. He's got three quarterbacks, Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, and he decided he needed Jalen Hurts as well. Jeez, I just don't understand. Look, that guy just took Noah Font. That's a great value pick. That's really good. Come on, one more to me. All right, so uh, if I look at the tight ends, Troutman is still there. Gronk is still there. Okay, I'm going to take the quarterback just because I want Trevor. I'll take my Trevor. And um, let's go back to let's go back to the board, and let's go to the 13th round. Again, 13th round, it's saying uh, Russell Gage, Trey Lance, J.D. McKissick. We could take someone like uh, like Troutman. Um, we'll have to see how uh, the the tight end the tight end still very light on what's coming off the board. So I think we're in good shape to take a take ourselves a tight end in the thirteenth round. Um, and uh, so the, I really like how this team is shaping up, man. So you know Kyler Murray's our quarterback. Then we've got Godwin, Higgins, and Anderson are our wide receivers. Elliott and Harris are our running backs. Kittles are tight end. Um, right now, we got Juju Smith-Schuster in the flex. 
I got A.J. Dillon, Leonard Fournette, Brandon Cooks, and Trevor Lawrence on my bench. We've got five more bench slots to fill. And so we see another tight end came off, Mike Gesicki, then David Johnson, Matt Ryan. And so uh, all these, so these guys are not going to take quarterbacks because they're all set. So Irv Smith, who's the next one that came off? Oh, it's back to me. That's it. Okay, so let's go to our tight end. Troutman is there. Let's go ahead and take Troutman. All right, and now I think we're just going to finish off with three running backs. So if we look, look at this. Uh, Melvin Gordon, Jamal Williams, Tony Pollard. Uh, Singletary, not really interested in. Hines, not really interested in. Latavius, eh, all right, he's all right. Uh, I do like Penny, McKissick. I think James White is decent. I mean, there's all sorts of good choices. We got Daryl Williams. All right, so those are all good. And for my so for my wide receivers, I only have I have five, right? So if we go to draft results. Godwin Higgins, Anderson, Juju, and Brandon Cooks. That's really good. I don't think I need any more wide receivers. I really don't. Those I'm totally comfortable with riding with those five for the year because that's an outstanding core of wide receivers. So uh, I really like that. Getting Godwin in the fourth is just fantastic, too. I really like that. And Higgins in the sixth is also excellent. Um, but uh, you can see since Troutman, uh, we have Marquise Brown, Melvin Gordon, Austin Hooper, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Rob Gronkowski came off. We don't need a third uh, tight end. I'm, I'm comfortable with those two. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, Rondell Moore, Michael Pittman. So people are still getting uh, lots of uh, wide receivers here late. And they're, you know, decent choices. I mean, shoot, Michael Thomas is a great choice uh, this late. Um, Derek Carr, another quarterback. So look, Jamal Williams still available. Boy, if he makes it, that'd be great. Uh, that'd make me very happy. Come on, make your choice, buddy. All right, he did make it. Let's go ahead and we'll take Jamal Williams. All right, and um, looking good. So we got three more slots. I think three more running backs is going to be the way to go here. I think, uh, uh, you know, let's just look at the overall, see who's on the board, anyone we're missing. You know, Jonu Smith might be worth the pickup. Um, and let's see here. Look, there's Cole Beasley, although Cole Beasley's just – super risky right now I, I just uh, not sure he's going to retire he's threatening he's going to retire you know I'm, I'm not sure I want to um, risk that eh, just looking here nothing really super interesting to me outside of the running backs Let's see what's going on in the draft results here so since Jamal Williams Henry Ruggs Johnu Smith Traquan Smith Evan Engram then Naheem Hines so very light on the running backs here late. Look at look at how it was really heavy running backs earlier on, but now it's like four running backs have been taken in the past five rounds. That's like nothing. Oh, darn it, they took Pollard. Shoot. <laughs> Hoping I could get him. But let's uh, let's go and look at uh, who else do we got? We got Latavius. Let's go. We'll take Penny. We'll take Penny. Uh, I've been I've been picking up Penny in a lot of leagues. Uh, it is a contract year for him, kind of a do-or-die year. If he can't get it done this year, you know, there's no, there's no way it's happening. He's not going to be on Seattle next year. 
And I don't anticipate, even if he has a good season, that he's going to be on Seattle next year. He'll go to another team. But this is for his career. His whole career is riding on this season. And if he can do something, he'll still have some value in the NFL. If he doesn't, uh, he's, he's done done, and we don't need to worry about it anymore. Okay, uh, so here we are. We got Everett, Cole Beasley, Alexander Madison, Elijah Moore comes off, Christian Kirk. That closes out the 15th round. T.Y. Hilton on the 16th round. I want to just look at what wide receivers are still available because there are some that I look. Here's someone like Jacoby Myers. I do like Jacoby Myers. Um, there's Russell Gage. He's still on the board. There's still a lot of really good ones. Uh, Marquez Callaway is getting some real buzz uh, for doing something. I really like the upside of Gabriel Davis. Look, there's some really good wide receivers still available too. Shoot. I could go and, and get myself one more wide receiver, get one of these speculative plays. But I don't think I need to do it this round. I can maybe save it for the last round. Let's see what's going on with my running backs. Latavius Murray, J.D. McKissick, James White, all right there. I'm going to go ahead and take Latavius. And... Um, so I've gone three running backs in a row. Jamal Williams, Rashad Penny, Latavius Murray. That's a really nice trifecta this late in the draft. Someone else got Daryl Williams. That's too bad because I do like Daryl Williams. Maybe what I'll do is I'll grab one more wide receiver on the next round. I'll grab one of those guys that I, that I highlighted. Um, Russell Gage just came off. But, uh, all right. You know what? I'm just going to pause it till we're within three of our next pick. All right, so after us, it was Boston Scott, Russell Gage, Daniel Jones, Donovan Peoples, uh, then Sony Michelle, Jared Cook, and it's almost back to us. So uh, you can see that we still have J.D. McKissick, uh, James White, uh, Jacob E. Myers, uh, Marquez Calloway, and Gabriel Davis. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take – you know what? White had a terrible year last year, but I think he's going to have a bit of a bounce back. So let's go ahead. Well, let's take James White uh, as our roll of the dice in the New England backfield. Oh, and look, Jacob E. Myers just came off. Bummer. <laughs> That's okay. If I get Marquez Callaway or Gabriel Davis with our last pick. Uh, oh, was that my last pick? I think that was my last pick. Oh, I thought we went to 18 rounds. Well, I guess that's it. All right, so we got our team. So not bad. You know what? Um, I'm interested to see what um, Yahoo thinks about how much this team sucks. So let's just uh, hold on, and we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. All right, man, stuck in the middle once again. They got me ranked fifth overall. Um, so let's just review the team. I got Kyler Murray and Trevor Lawrence. Again, for me, Kyler Murray is a top three quarterback this year on an every week basis. Um, for my wide receivers, I got Godwin, Higgins, Anderson, Schuster, and Cooks. All these guys, high reliability players. Uh, Godwin, great, great pick, man. Look at how many points he's projected to get in week one. So that's uh, really excellent. Um, then for my running backs, I got Zeke and Najee as my starters. I got Leonard Fournette. A.J. Dillon, Jamal Williams, Rashad Penny, Latavius Murray, and James White. So excellent, excellent depth at my uh, running back position with some serious upside if anything happens to the players in front of them. Because I'm basically got Aaron Jones, uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, Chris Carson, 
uh, Alvin Kamara and uh, Damian Harris uh, all <laughs> all on the hook. If anything happens to them, these guys get a big boost uh, in their points. Um, of course, George Kittle is my tight end. Adam Troutman is my backup. This is nice. I, I like this team. This is an excellent team. Super happy with it. And uh, uh Yahoo doesn't know what they're talking about, man. But again, another draft, another draft stuck in the fifth place. And, and I hope uh, you saw my strategy because this is a 10-team league. So using that positional dominant strategy and going for the dominating position in both the quarterback and the tight end gives me an advantage over every other team in the league except for two. So, you know, the, the, the guy that has Patrick Mahomes, the guy that has Josh Allen, uh, and maybe Lamar Jackson, those guys, it'll be a battle to see who's going to be the highest ranked among that group of five. But I do think that uh, Kyler Murray is going to be a top three quarterback every week of this year. Uh, great rushing uh, volume and a good passing volume, great receiving options. It's a very exciting offense. Um, you know, one of the things I was thinking about I could have done is maybe in the second round if I took DeAndre Hopkins and then had him stacked with Kyler Murray, that might have been a really good idea. Uh, but I didn't do it. I'm not too worried about it. I, I do like this uh, roster as I built it out. Um, and then, of course, having Kittle as my tight end. Again, top three option every single week. I don't even need to think about it. I'm going to be better than eight other teams or seven other teams in the league ever, on any given week in that position. And I think both my running back and my wide receivers rock solid. So, what do you think? Tell me about what you think. So uh, leave a message down below. I do appreciate it. If you have any other questions about this strategy or anything else, and, and, and this is not just a best ball strategy. This is a strategy you can use in any smaller league, any 10 team or smaller league. Go ahead and use the positional dominance strategy. It's really going to help your team out. So uh, anyway, have yourself a great fantasy day, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. See you later.